Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So let's get to the power hitting second baseman on the St. Louis Cardinals right now making his FT debut. Nolan Gorman joining us right now. Nolan, happy offseason, man. How you doing? Good, guys. How are you guys? Good, good. Did you just get a workout in? Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I just finished just in time. Nice. All are, right. you, are you in Jupiter or are you in Arizona? I'm in Arizona right now. Well, when are you headed down to God's country? <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave uh, I'll leave here in about two weeks. Two weeks from uh, yesterday. So February 12th, I'll go down there and get there a week early and get the layout again. There you go. But have you seen the new? Because they they ripped up Roger Dean, right? So you guys are like in trailers this year, aren't you? Or some crazy? It's going to be crazy for you guys because you don't have your clubhouse. Is that right? It's They're not running finished? it. No, they like redid no. the whole thing. They destroyed the stadium. No, they uh, they were going to, and then they knocked a few walls down, and uh, it went back to pretty much normal. I think they had to put some walls back up, but um, yeah, they they stopped the renovation, so should be normal this year. Oh, there you go. What do you mean you stop? It's like the A's. I didn't know the A's. I didn't know the A's were in Jupiter now. They were going, and then they're like, wait, no, we're stopping them. Well, we're going to go. I mean, maybe they're going to push it back. I don't, I don't know. Because they were supposed to redo the whole thing, and the, and the Cardinals and the, and the Marlins were supposed to be like in trailers for one spring. I thought it was this spring. Where did you hear this? Guys, no, no, that's no, true. No. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's right. It was supposed to happen. We were supposed to be in like tents for uh, the clubhouse and stuff, but they, uh, like I said, they just stopped it. All right, so then normal spring training for you. Who are you most excited to spend some time with that is a new St. Louis Cardinal? Because you guys have added, I mean, obviously the three big pitchers towards the beginning of the season and a a few guys since then. Yeah, um, I mean, all those signs I think are are, uh, good for us in in terms of um, some some veterans that uh, have been there and obviously gone to the World Series and whatnot. But I'm excited to get back with Carp. Um, had good conversations with him when I was uh, coming up in the minor leagues when he was still with us. And uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to, to have him back and just, you know, be able to pick his brain some more. Nolan, what kind of expectations are you going into this year? Now that you've kind of had a season a little bit under your belt now. You kind of know the lay of the land around there a little bit. You know what to expect from the big leagues here and there. What kind of expectations are you going into this year? Yeah, I mean, nothing. there's nothing crazy. I just, you know, the biggest thing for me is going out there and being consistent. Um, you know, consistency and playing, you know, 162 games uh, for me is the most important thing. Uh, staying healthy, keep my body right. Um, and I feel if, if I'm consistent, I can stay out on that field, then uh, then good things will happen. So when we talked to Carp, did you just talk about offense? Because he wasn't a very good defender and he's slow as hell. So you weren't talking <laughs> base running and you weren't talking defense. So what was he talking to you about hitting wise? No, honestly, um, there was a little bit of, of offensive stuff, but it was more just kind of how to play how to play the game. I guess how 
you know, they've done it for, for the last few years. I think in 21, he came up to me early one morning in spring and, and just talked about, um, you know, what a, what a possible role would be, you know, for a guy coming up, um, maybe not playing every day and uh, just getting that, that experience, but not being an every, everyday guy yet. Uh, Cause I think he was kind of in that same boat um, right before he left us. So yeah, I, it was more so like, you know, just make sure you're, you're ready at all times. Um, you know, the time it is coming soon and uh, it's pretty much just, just trying to be ready for any possible situation that comes. Did Carp come up to you and say, listen, I'm going to be here for my entire career, Nolan, so just do as I say, don't do what I do here? Because you're never going to get my job. So you're going to have to be a utility guy because I'm <laughs> Matt Carpenter and I went to TCU and I'm Mr. Cardinal. No, he's, uh, he's a little better dude than that. But, uh, <laughs> all right, was, so I played uh, with Carp, so I, I know Carp. <laughs> yeah. He is one of my all-time favorite guys to give shit to because he just can't take for it sure. very well. So like if you if, when you see him just be like man carp your beard is like super gray and he'll be like it'll be you'll see him five minutes later he'll be have the just for men out making sure that it's not gray. Yeah no, uh, yeah like I said I didn't get a lot of time with him but uh, the little time that I did he was a pretty good mentor for me. Now Nolan when you. Uh kind of moved across the diamond a little bit from third to second base. And I know, uh, did you have a little kind of a little back issue in 2020? A little weightlifting thing? Did you yep. did you find yourself yep. when you made the position change that you kind of had to switch? There's a little bit more movement at second base than there is for third. You kind of have to do a little bit more sprint work, a little bit more calisthenics, kind of stretch out that body and be a little quicker. Talk us through for that. For sure. Um, yeah, I mean, so honestly, at third base, you know, it's it's a slow position. You're not, you know, you're not chasing balls down that much. You're kind of more of a hockey goalie. So uh, over there, it was, it was a little easier to be slower and, and uh, not get good jumps off the ball and still be able to get to it. But at second base last year, this was before spring training, um, our new bench coach, Joe McEwing, for last year was uh, talking to me, hitting me ground balls, and uh, he had me go out to shortstop. And... Um, he was like, all right, just go take regular ground balls at shortstop, throw the ball over to first. And uh, I moved way better than I was at second base. And he just said, now go play second base the way you just did that at shortstop as far as like getting off the ball quicker um, and moving my feet, you know, right as soon as the ball is hit instead of, you know, kind of just staying flat footed, letting the ball come to me. It was still attacking the ball. I think that was the biggest thing that helped me um, between 22 and 23 was just getting off the ball and uh, a little bit quicker and, and making those adjustments that I was able to later, you know, reading hops and whatnot. Have, have you spoken, because Joe's not there anymore, have you spoken to your new bench coach yet, Daniel Descalso? Has he brought any words of wisdom? Yeah, he uh, he came in actually to, to the place that I'm working out at uh, a couple weeks ago, but we just, we talked a little bit, um, got to know each other a little bit, but that was about it. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you know him from the past or was that your first time meeting him? No, first interactions with him. Um, but seemed like an awesome dude. I've, I've talked to some other people that I've obviously played with them or, or coached them and uh, they've had nothing but great things to say about him. I'll swing it over to another. Was he your former teammate or no? I guess he was. Yeah, so another oh, former teammate specialist. Dude, I got the Cardinal handbook, dude. What's what the scouting report? He was on the show. Report. You saw his scouting I understand, report. but Nolan might not have caught the uh, He's great. He's a little short. He gets really mad if you make short jokes in front of him. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's actually a really great dude. No, he'll, he'll work hard. He loves the Cardinals. Uh, I, I know. Listen, he, he's, he's going to help you guys. I played for Joe, and I when Joe was a coach, too, he was great, but – Descalso is fired up. He can't wait to get there. And he just wants to get back to the Cardinal way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it <laughs> makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> do, you, do you have the handbook? Do you have the Cardinal way handbook? Did they ever give that to you? No, I've, I've heard you ask this question before, but um, I don't believe I still have that. I remember uh, watching but you did get, But you did get one. I believe they, they passed out something. Yeah, laminated. When you're a first yeah, round I mean, pick, they're like, they give you a leaflet and you're like, just go play, kid. You're going to be good. Okay, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Nolan, I don't know if you remember, but I think, you know, I, the first time I, I spoke to you and interviewed you was Arizona Fall League, which was, was it 2021? Were you there? Yep. Is that the year? Yep. Okay. So then in 2022, you start out the season in the minor leagues. You hit 15 home runs in 34 games. You basically hit a home run every other freaking game. And they were like, Uncle, okay, we got it. And they called you up in mid-May. When you were going through that tear, were you like looking around going, when is it? <laughs> when is the time? <laughs> I mean, that is a statement if there ever is one. And if I'm a team front office-wise and knowing that you're at the upper levels of the minors, I'm like, damn, we got to get some of these homers into the bigs. Yeah, there was obviously uh, a little bit of – you know, when's it going to be my turn? But at the same time, it was, I was still playing baseball down there and, and having to focus on that and not, you know, turn into a, a mess and maybe get myself into a slump thinking about all that stuff. But um, yeah, I think at a, at a certain point, I think when I, when I kept hitting him, it was like, all right, I think I'm ready. But then, you know, you get up there and it's like, it's a different game. It really is in the, in the, in the big leagues. It's, you learn a lot, and I think I've learned more in these past two years than I think I have my whole life uh, in the game of baseball. So it's, uh, it's definitely a learning curve for sure. When you got up after that, were you like, oh, crap. I hope I didn't just like <laughs> waste my streak on the minors. Obviously, you needed to do that to you know, send the message to get up. But once you got to the bigger leagues, were you like, oh, shit, I hope this stays, you know, in check? And like you mentioned, obviously, it's a different game. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I wanted it to continue. Um, and it, it really didn't. They, uh, I think I was doing good, you know, a little bit in the beginning. And then they they pick at you and uh, they find out where your weaknesses are. And, and they won't start ex stop exploiting them until you make an adjustment. So... Uh, there was a little stretch there where I got to learn, you know, going into the offseason what I needed to work on. And um, I think that was that was pretty big for me going into into the last year. Nolan, have you had like a what was your we all have like a wow, this is the big leagues moment. What was your wow? This is I'm in the big leagues moment for you. 
Uh, it was actually the day I debuted. Um, I think I just got my first hit. Uh, I went out into the to play second base, and I just kind of looked around um, the whole stadium, and I was like, "I'm in the freaking big leagues! Like this is kind of crazy." Uh, but yeah, it was, it was that same that same day right after my first hit, and I went went back out on defense. Um, it was at PNC, which I think to this day is still one of the nicest looking stadiums and, and backgrounds in baseball. Um, but yeah, that was, that was it. Just out in out in the field, kind of looking around the stadium. You didn't feel that same electricity in our Memphis Gwinnett games. <laughs> you, you didn't get that same not, rush of adrenaline. Not exactly. Not on uh, not on those Tuesdays. <laughs> not in. I had a I had adrenaline every time we played in Memphis. That's for sure. But um, the humidity yeah. alone will get your uh, blood going. Yeah, yeah, for who sure. Was, who was who? Who were your first? At- who were your first at bats off, and who who was the first hit off? Uh, first at bat was uh, Zach Thompson, um, with the with the Pirates. Uh, he was first at bat, first hit. Um, I remember that, and then uh, my my first home run came like eight days later. But to be honest with you, I I always blank on the name. Adrian Hauser. Yep. Yep. That's it. Now a Met. Now a Met. Yeah. Sorry yeah. about that. My uh, no. my phone somehow overheated while I'm in the <laughs> while I'm in the truck. So. Well, there's a lot of jealous people I, I, that are cold around I, the country right now. Yeah. Wait, wish their phones the overheated. Yeah. Yeah, he's in Arizona. Um, I will I, say this: that's the first time we've ever had someone. Usually, it's a phone call or yeah. someone someone's kid hits the red button to stop, but. That's the first time we've ever had someone say my phone overheated. So way to go! That's a big yeah. step. I'm glad I could be a first. Nolan, I got a question for you. So, you know, you you're locked in for second base time, right? This coming season, um, that's been the spot for you. How was it for a lot of the young outfielders to kind of mix and match? Like we had Tyler O'Neill on the other day, and you know, we we're happy for him because he gets to probably get full time reps with the Red Sox. I don't think they're adding anything else to their lineup. So he's going to basically play every day if he's healthy and on the field. So just being around some teammates that would either get platooned or just were in an all-out battle at the major league level to try and get a spot, you know, what's that like to experience, obviously, you know, secondhand to see that going on for some of the guys? Yeah, I think uh, that was kind of set at the beginning of spring training last year of knowing that there's a lot of competition between the players within the organization and um yeah i mean it, it's not easy i mean i i did it uh too against lefties especially during the beginning of this past year and then 22 i wasn't facing lefties at all and um so it, yeah it's definitely it, it's a tough role um for anybody to be able to come off the bench and i think having albert in 22 was uh was a big piece for us because he was so good I mean just in general he was so good that he'd come off the bench and you know take a left hand at bat and uh especially in that second half do some damage but um yeah it's definitely a it's a hard situation to be in but I think uh you know sometimes it's just a matter of of being ready no matter what what's thrown at you it's it's out of your control really 
Um, so, yeah, it's not not a situation anyone wants to ever be in, though, because obviously you want to go out there and, and play every day and uh, help the team win. What's the conversation like with Ollie Marmol or whoever, Mosellock, whoever it is? Like, dude, I want to play against lefties. I could hit lefties coming up. All of a sudden now I can't hit lefties. They're throwing it the same way. Right. So what's the conversation like? Is it just a matter of when you because I, I, I hit left handed, Kip hit left handed. And I know when I first came up, Tom Kelly's like, well, this guy can't hit lefties. I'm like, how do you know, dude? You never seen me hit a lefty. I can hit lefties. OK. I mean, it wasn't the same as righties, obviously. But, right. you know, and, and then when you get the opportunity, you're like, God, I have to get it. Oh, my gosh, I have to get if I don't get a hit here, I'm never going to face a lefty again. Right. So what, what's the conversation like either from you to the to Ollie or Ollie back to you to try to get those opportunities? I mean, there wasn't too much of conversation. It was just kind of like I knew that was happening just because it was happening on the regular. Um, you know, when I would face a when we'd face a lefty or a lefty would come in from the pen, kind of knowing like, all right, you're not gonna hit here. Um, but I I would have conversations with like our hitting coach Turner Ward and and just talk about, you know, what what the what the reason is or or why they are platooning guys, especially young guys who, you know, they, they want to be up there being everyday guys and helping the team win. Um, and it's just, you know, it comes down to analytics and, and what, you know, the numbers say and who's going to give them their best shot to, to win or win that at bat at least. Um, so yeah, I, I guess the, the answer that I got was it all comes down to analytics, but towards the end of the year, last year, I got to face lefties. And I mean, just like anything, you, you see it more, uh, more times and um, more consistently, you're going to get better at it no matter what. So, um, yeah, I was, I was lucky enough last year to to be able to start facing them at, towards the end of the year, maybe middle of the year, and um, had some success, I thought. No, let's well, finish don't say, the, oh, oh okay. sorry, it's got to go. You want me to go? No, I was no, just going to say a, good, a fun uh, – now that we got three lefties, probably a rarity on this show to have three guys who can talk about it. And First off, you didn't get lucky to face them. You earned that back later in the year but would you find i want aj to comment on this too when you go left when you're lefty did facing lefties lock you in for righties because you let the ball travel a little bit better you you kept your hands inside the ball i would always find facing lefties even if it wasn't the most successful bat or something it locked me in to face a righty do you find that way what do you use when you go versus lefty and versus righty uh yeah i mean I'd, i'd agree with that um I think if I if I train too much lefty, I can get a little pull happy just trying to get the bat out in front a little bit more because the ball gets on you for whatever reason a little more, um, you know, left on left. But uh, I find that that it definitely has helped lock me back into righties. If my approach is right, if I'm, you know, looking to drive the ball to left center field off of them, let it get a little deeper, maybe track the, the slider a little better. Um, but then also this year, I, I kind of changed up how I face lefties when it comes to my stance. I try to match their angle. Uh, so the ball's not really coming from behind me. It's more just like, like a regular, yeah, regular pitch. Um, and that, that seemed to be the biggest thing. And towards the end of the year last year, I kind of, I was hitting lefties really well. And so I was like, why don't I just try to open up against righties too? Just make sure I get back to, to center. And uh, my approach is, is still always through, through center field. Um, and honestly, it, it, it worked out for the time that I was 
doing. I think I, it lasted for about two weeks and then I ended up getting hurt in Baltimore. But, um, that two week stretch was, was pretty solid for me. So it's just something I've been, uh, training this off season of, of being able to start a little open and it helps me not sway back in my swing. Um, and it's kind of just, you know, loading into that back hip a lot better than, than the alternative of swaying back and then swaying forward. Understood. As a guy who hit open, I get it. Listen, uh, the biggest thing for me hitting lefties, like Kip said, was you got to keep your angles the same. So you adjusting to the, the pitch, the way it's coming, makes a lot of sense because the biggest thing lefties do is because we run to first, we obviously open up because the ball is more on that side. So you got to really just fight to keep your angles. And I agree. Like sometimes it locks you in. Sometimes it messes you up. I went a whole year hit only left-handed BP from a, uh, in Chicago and I had a good year. And then the next year they're like, do you want to do it again? And I was like, no, not really. And uh, didn't have quite as good of a year. So maybe it was a thing, but I agree. You got the biggest thing for me. Was, I was, I was told at a, not a young age, but a later age that, you know, keep your angles, you know, make sure fight to keep your angles. So for me, that meant like I was like diving against lefties, right? Cause I was always told, you know, be, you beat a left, your lefty to left field, right? You let it get deep. And then as I got older, I actually learned you're better off. Like kind of what you said, you're better off almost getting the ball out in front and trying to hook the ball, especially those sliders, because you, you can catch them before they break. And that's why it would lead to what you said, pulling off the ball a little bit. So I get it. But from what I've seen, yep. you, you look like you can hit righty or lefty. So just stick with it. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely I mean, it's a constant battle. You guys know the daily grind of of going into the, the field and maybe not feeling the same every single day. So it's a constant battle. But I think uh, learning how big approaches and how big um staying through the the middle of the field for me at least uh helps me out so um just kind of understanding that i think no matter who's who's on the mound it's it's always gonna you know help helping a little way hitting's hard i'm not saying i'm gonna get a hit but um at least give me a better chance you got uh you said what two weeks before you go down to florida yep yeah exactly you do what's the what's the most fun thing you've done this this off season or do you have anything planned before in these next two weeks before you kind of go? Nothing planned. Um, let's see. I went to uh, I went to Monterey, California. Went and played uh, golf, Pebble Beach, and Spyglass. Um, that should be your first so answer was, right away. That was pretty sick. Uh, that's the only thing. That's the only thing I did this this off season. Really um, tried to stay home more. Uh, I didn't, didn't go out too much and, um, yeah, but, but pe playing pebble was unbelievable. I shot terrible. Um, but really honestly, after every single swing I took, I didn't care where the ball went. I was literally watching the, the scenic view of the ocean and the waves rolling in. We got rained on. So it was one of those cool pebble days, you know, you see the sun and then you see rain and you see wind. And so I got it all that day. I, I was kind of with you. I played uh, one of my worst rounds at Pebble. The one time we had perfect weather, everything was going great, and I got like the yips on the front nine. And it's you build up that that Pebble round to be so much that you want to play so well, and it was the worst time. And it's just still impossible not to enjoy yourself with that scenery. And uh, yeah. that being said, I I didn't go to the back nine with my own putter because it didn't make it through the first the front nine. <laughs> so uh, fortunately, fortunately for me, Pebble sells putters, new putters in the, yep. the clubhouse. But it's a beautiful place and a gorgeous place. Yeah, it's it's amazing. That's actually that's my second time going there. Um, I played Spyglass two years ago. I didn't get on Pebble. 
Um, and this year we, uh, we were able to get onto Pebble and then play Spyglass a couple of days later. So it was, uh, it was a cool, cool little trip for sure. It's usually the time when AJ's like, oh, my fifth time at Pebble. I've never been to Pebble. Michael Jordan was like, hey, dude, you're in my wow. way. And Ken Griffey Jr. was like, blah, blah, blah. Never been to Pebble. Wow. Never been there. I'm shocked. It's too far. No, it's not. It's too far. Dude, it's far from here. What, it's worth hours? it. It's worth it. Uh, yeah. I mean, no, I'll get out there know, eventually. Obviously. I'll get out there. I just haven't. I mean, every time I'm out in the Bay Area, you know. You're locked in on the A's. And the A's and the Giants. Yeah, that's fair. Oh. Well, yeah. Nolan, great to see you, man. We appreciate the time. Um, thanks for checking out the show, obviously, and we'll see you in Jupiter. I'm going to bring AJ with me. Now make sure, so make can... sure Lance takes you out to dinner a yes. couple times in Jupiter, and make sure he takes you to play golf more than once. All right, I'll do that. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course, thanks, Nolan. Cheers, man. Yep. Nolan Gorman, St. Louis Cardinals, big, big power over at the second base position. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.